Okay, so I'm here with Nancy, and we just want to introduce this site. So, Nancy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm 59 years old, and finally in a place in my life where I'm single, and I just feel like, you know, I can express the things that I believe in, love, and care about, and um, no longer worried about whether or not people think it's dumb or stupid or discourage me on any of my beliefs and, and things that I've learned, life lessons, uh, many things. I've always uh, had an interest in the subject, and it started many years ago, starting in my childhood, with re- reoccurring throughout my life. When I got into my middle to late 20s, it really be- I really began to realize that these things in my life were real, and when others, and at that age, others frowned upon me discussing it. So for years, things I knew and things that were happening to me, I just really suppressed it and, you know, wasn't confident enough in myself to, you know, put myself out there and talk about these things. Yeah, so why now, though? I mean, what what led you to want to share your story, put this information out there to the public? Well, I honestly believe that disclosure is just a, a matter of time. It's around the court. Um, everywhere you look, people, things are happening, um, getting us all prepared, all of humanity prepared. This is not just going to affect me, one person. We're talking about human, all of humanity. So, you know, I, I've always been encouraged by uh, my guardian entities, uh, interdimensional beings, to, you know, um, put myself out there and share. But, you know, I had to reach a level to where I felt confident in myself and, you know, expressing this. And they gave me time to grow into, you know, grow into this. I wasn't pushed, you know, at any time, you know, and I've always known that they've been a part of my life. Right. Yeah. But I know you also haven't always been at this point. I know it's been harder to talk about in the past. And, and as you mentioned early on that, you know, it's, it's not, it's not dumb, but you know, it's, it's something that's not always been easy to talk about for you. No, because a lot of people in, in in the past, in the old days, they would actually put people in a mental institution or, or thought that they had some kind of mental disease. Um, you know, it was highly frowned upon. Um, you know, my parents, you know, didn't mind talking about it, but they certainly didn't want me to go to school or speak to anybody else about it, you know, because they would make fun of me or something, you know. Um so, you know, it was it was really hard, you know, to, you know, because it was something that you always knew was there, but there was nobody to talk to about it. And, you know, a lot of times I would just look forward to going to sleep and anticipating my um, dreams or my um, um, contacts, you know, uh, what some people call abductions. I call checkups, you know. Uh, because I was learning things, and they were taking care of me, you know, and I was getting regular scans, you know, vibrating into different levels, 
and they were just giving me time, you know, uh, to not to get rid of the fear and, and turn the fear and all that that the world tells us, you know, that we're supposed to have. You know, they gave me time, you know, to grow into my spiritual growth and level of understanding. Yeah, so when did this really all start for you? Well, I would say it started at birth, and I'll have to tell you that um, I, as in my 20s, as I got older and close to 30, you know, I, I started asking them questions, you know, because I wanted to know about me, you know. So I said, I was asking them, and I went, was before the elders, and they literally let me see myself being born and how it happened and um, how I sit there and I was anticipating knowing I was fixing to go some into a life form. And then they said, okay, it's time for you to go. And remember to breathe when you get out. And they said, after that, you won't remember sitting here or any of this. You will be, this will be the beginning of you in a new human form life. And you will see us again in the future. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. So what are they like? What are these? You've spoken of these beings, these interdimensional beings, extraterrestrials. I mean, what what is your perception of what they are? I think oh, I've seen the grays. Um, they don't seem to wear any apparatus to breathe. You know, like I think like in ancient aliens and stuff, what they actually, or even some descriptions in the Bible, they probably were wearing astronaut suits or masks. But from what I've seen, or they could breathe in our atmosphere. Um, the elders, uh, of course. Now, when I see these interdimensional beings, I'm taken to them. The grace I've actually seen here walking around like in places you know where I was at the time um but the elders and things they're beautiful people they're tall they're human looking and um they are probably the most intelligent most overall you know watchers and cares for the human beings and um, they watch out and make sure that any other species, you know, does us no harm. Okay. And also make sure that we don't harm ourselves. Yeah. So when did you have your first contact, your first experience? Well, I mean, now I realize it, it's probably been since I was about two or two to three, four years old. And, you know, and I was told oh, you're having a bad dream, go back to sleep. And, but I remember different different little things happening, scenarios of always flying around and, um, you know, thinking, you know, the aliens were under my bed or thinking, um, you know, seeing one coming down the road, big, big robotic-looking thing coming towards me. But... um you know, when I say something to my mom and dad, they're like, that's so silly. Yeah, it was just a bad dream. Don't worry about it. So I brush it all off. But as far as the most real, well, I've had many, many contacts that I suppressed, okay? And I, um, uh, 
but finally, I guess the first one was when I was uh, middle 20s. And I was in the bed all by myself. And um, all of a sudden, I felt the covers were being drawn off of me, pulled off of me. Uh, I felt the presence around me. And then I was scanned. And during the scan, it was going up and down from head to toe, toe to head several times. And then I would feel like this vibrational feeling that wasn't great or it wasn't pleasant or unpleasant. Let's put it that way. But it was, I knew they were there, but I wouldn't open my eyes. And I had a guide. And at the time, I guess I was blocking it in my mind. <clears throat> but as I was leaving, I was floating up and I looked down to see my empty bed. And I was literally going through the ceiling and, and up to a craft. When I got to the craft, I was guided in by my guide. And that was the first reptilian. And he was tall. He was male. He was in a uniform of some sort. And I remember there being a symbol on it, but I can't re recall it right now, uh, what it was. But I remember looking at it and wanting to remember it. And I embraced his hands. And I said, are you going to let me remember this? And he said, yes. I said, thank you so much. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. And he said, we knew you, you know, it's, it's just going to take you time to, you know, grow into this. He said, now, he said, I'm ready for you to get to work. <coughs> Excuse me. So you shared these experiences with your, with your parents. Did you ever share them with anyone else? Um, two ex-spouses who just, you know, thought it was silly and crazy. Um, what about when you were young, like say when you were a kid? <clears throat> I was never told that there w was not aliens or anything like that, but I was told this is not something you run around talking about, you yeah. know, basically. Yeah. So what about your siblings? Did they have any experience? Oh, my sister is way ahead of me and has been for years on um, understanding um, you know, diff different levels of uh, belief, different uh, social level, different levels of you know life in general. Uh, one time, she said to me, and this is when I was living in Hawaii, and she came to visit. She said, um, "I wanted you to know." She said, "We're all on different spiritual levels," and she said, "When I die, I won't be dead." She said. I won't be here, but I won't be dead, and there's no reason for you to mourn because I'll be moving on to something else in a, a different spiritual plane. Cool. And she's always told me that the ETs in her always talked about me because I was um, at a slower pace of understanding and growth and, and level of learning than her. Or, you know, the fear was still a big factor for me a long time where she seemed to... Oh, adapted to it all quite quickly. So what all do you want to do with this with this website, with everything that you want to share and, and put out there? What 
what I guess kind of topics and other information. What's your primary pursuit? Well, since my late 20s, I've always known, the beings have always encouraged me to, you know, either write a book or do this, do that, you know. Anyway, it just at that that period of time, you know, I was never around anyone to really fulfill and help me do this. So, like I said, now I'm at the point and then the age and stuff where I don't care, you know, (laughs) what people believe or not believe. And I'm not going to try to make you believe anything, but I'm going to tell you what I know and what I've experienced and then let everyone form their own opinion. But I truly believe disclosure is coming. And I'm not saying that it's going to be our president come on the TV I mean, there's even billboards in Montana where they're getting people prepared. I mean, you know, it's going to happen, you know, and I think it's good that they do put out some kind of awareness for people to be prepared for so that they're not shell-shocked, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, that's been the whole, you know, the the government's always said, well, we just don't want to, you know, people to flip out like when they heard Orson, Orson Welles, you know, broadcast right. that A mass panic yeah and stuff but you know people aren't like that anymore there's, i mean we have the internet there's there's so much information out there and there's so many things that they've hid but they can't do it anymore right and that's i think that's one of the things that's really different today is just you know access to the internet access to other people of, the, of like mind access to all this information right. that people that have worked in an area if it's one you know navy pilots air pilots that have seen things. I mean, you know, they can't, nothing can be withheld from us. But see, what it takes, we, the people, are the disclosure. Yeah. You know, I'm helping to disclose. And the people that, if you read this, you might want to share it, or you might want to look up, you know, and see, we are the disclosure. And there's no point in us waiting on you know, come on TV. I mean, it's up to us as human beings. Uh, I mean, you. I can guarantee you that the uh, alien races <laughs> wouldn't trust our government enough to let them speak for them. It's we, the people that love and believe in them and are important, and we're the ones that, that will be, to, you know, we're here. That's what we're here for. We chose to be here. They told me that, too. I chose to be here, and this is why, is to let people know what's happening and what our future will be like. You know, that's my job. Okay. And so, you know, what's really interesting today is just how far along we are with disclosure. I mean, now this year we've seen, you know, releases by the U.S. Navy those right. pictures, those videos, right, um, that are that are unexplained, and of course, I think people have been trained by Hollywood, by art, oh, yeah. TV, you know, everything to to be ready for this, right. And you know, I've uh, got some great movies that would be good for people to to, to su- suggest to watch before you know they actually realize this is all true but cuz this is a way of getting prepared of seeing the good you know the good the kindness the love you know how much they can help change our lives for the better you know as far as technology um energy 
medical, et cetera. There's, there's just so many things, you know, and there's a lot of things we have that we retrieve from the Roswell incident that, I mean, if you stop and think about it, our technology just leaked after yeah. about 1947. I mean, we just, bam, you know, it was like all of a sudden, you know, and every time, and then, of course, you know, the military pulls something out ever so often, and it's like, wow, where'd that come from? Well, I can tell you where. It wasn't from us. <laughs> <laughs> right.